We're real life sisters, Kay and Chai, and we real life want to be your sisters too. Welcome to the family. No takesies, backsies. Now let's get on with the Kay and Chai show. Hey family, welcome back. We're here this week to talk all about values. I'm so glad we get to bring this subject forward and examine it together this week. It's one that's uh, often talked about, a a word that's used a lot, and sometimes it can become white noise. So you're going to hear us discuss personal values, business values, and then other kinds of values and how they apply to your life. I want to kick off talking about values where understanding exactly what we're talking about when we use the word values. Once we can all be on the same page, it's easier to talk about a subject. And when you look up the definition of values, you see a person's principles or standards of behavior, one's judgment of what is important in life. Ooh, what a powerful definition. I just want to focus on that standards of behavior piece because really what your values come down to are what you hold yourself accountable for and then how you act out your life. And as we know, our actions create so much of our world. So being able to kind of hone in on what's dictating those actions can really be helpful for you. Uh, Yeah, when we look at that phrase in particular, Kay, to standards of behavior, it's not standards of ideals, Mm -hmm. right? Standards of best practice, it's standards of behavior, which means you can tell someone's values if you examine their behavior. What are the results in their life? How do they behave? How do they conduct themselves? This is going to reflect what their actual values are rather than what their stated values are. So whether you like it or not, your values are dictating your decisions. And when you can get a hold of your values and understand them from a personal or business, or you're going to hear about some of the other kind of group values that we have, when you're able to figure out what those are, you're able to be more intentional in the way that you create action in your life right? Let let me ask you a question, right? Have you ever had a moment where you would probably agree that you're not proud of the way you behaved? Uh, Maybe you told a lie, maybe you uh, avoided somebody, maybe you acted in a way you weren't proud of, but you are the kind of person who would say that you value integrity or you value connection or you value honesty, right? That this is one of those areas where you can see sometimes our stated values are different than how we behave and act. And once we bring away awareness to that, then we can really start to play a game that for us has been deeply fulfilling and extremely rewarding. Well, we're excited to talk about someone who we think has a great deal of values in their life, but who is also someone who recently acted in a way that he wasn't super proud of. We are talking about Will Smith. Everyone knows him, the world famous superstar. We recently even talked about um, his book in a previous episode. We both read it this spring and we love it. We loved getting to know the character of Will Smith in person. Um, he is just as large of a character as, as he seems to be in the public eye. And it was really amazing to hear some of his stories and hear him talk about some of the decisions he's made along the way and how they reflect his values. So as we reflected on Will Smith's story and the, and the actions that he took throughout the book, we really kind of identified a few of the values that we think come forward for Will. Now, it seems like he 
really values family. He clearly values fitness. He's very dedicated to his routine. He values protection, loyalty, and of course, achievement. I mean, he's one of the biggest superstars in the world. He talks a lot about this too. You know, if we're going to look at his standards of behavior that he's held himself to, as you read the book and you see, he's got all of these different instances in his life and scenarios where he's demonstrating these values, even sometimes when they're destructive, like the slap heard round the world. Ah, uh, the slap heard. happened with that slap um if maybe you haven't been anywhere near the internet uh within the last like two months or three months yeah you might not know that will smith got up on stage at the oscars and slapped mr uh chris Chris rock Rock. across the face after he made a joke about his wife jada who suffers from um a disease called alopecia which causes hair loss and she's been open about this in the public eye and chris rock made a joke about her being bald. But as we've gone through Will Smith's book and now reflecting on how his values were dictating his actions, understanding that he values family and protection to the point where maybe he acts in a way he's not proud of becomes way more understandable. Yeah. And he talks about in the book, even from a young boy, he always wanted to be in a monogamous relationship where he could be the hero, where he's the protector. He just wants to spoil a woman and love her to death. And that's been his quest romantically forever. Um, And you saw that play out right Uh, 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 in the clip and during that moment for him and obviously not his proudest moment, but it is reflective of his values. And so it's just interesting to see that they can both help us and sometimes steer us in an emotionally charged direction if we let them uh, or if we let ourselves succumb to that emotion. But coming up next, we are looking forward to talking about how uh, figuring out our own personal values has really helped us transform the way we make decisions. All right, back here in segment two at Values Matter Week. And right now we want to talk about our personal values and our experience with discovering what they were and then rearranging them. Now we had already established business values that before we attended a conference called Date with Destiny with Tony Robbins. And we had done this for our business. We had worked with our team and we're going to talk about that in the next statement and the next segment. Um, But we had established them for the business and then go going to hear more about personal values and how they play out in your life at Date with Destiny. Shy, I don't know about you, but I was kind of like, duh, <laughs> like, how have we not yeah, done I, this? Oh, totally. And knew that it was important. And I know we were both excited to get to that conference and Date with Destiny. Like, let us just paint a little bit of the picture here for you. It is, if you've seen, I am not your guru on Netflix. That is the conference that they, uh, that they follow Tony through. And it's a six day conference. It's in West Palm beach. And it, we, we had been so excited to go and we kept talking about leading up to date with destiny. Who are the women that walk into date with destiny, right? Like we did a lot of personal growth and development to get us into that door so that we could be in the right space. And it was six intense days. You're, you're dancing all day. You're up late. You're digging deep. It's freezing. (laughs) It's this whole hodgepodge of experience while you're there, but you get immersed in the material and in the experience so that you can be most open to talking about what those personal values are for you now and being in the right state and going through the right process in order to discover those and then getting to decide, well, what is the person I want to be and the goals that I want to achieve and do my current values allow me, are they in alignment with that? Do they allow me to achieve that outcome? And that was really huge for us. And then 
It's so fun to pick your new values. Come on. (laughs) It is such a good time. You get the opportunity to dig deep and dive in and figure out, okay, well, if, if my values dictate how I act, how do I want to act? How do I want myself to show up in the world no matter what, right? Defaulting to the behavior that you're looking for, the behavior that you want. And being in this environment at the Date with Destiny conference, I mean, gosh, it was so fun. Uh, I literally danced my toenails off. <laughs> yes, you did. That is a true statement. <laughs> a literal statement. Very, very literal. That happened. True story. But the, the values that we set forward have really helped. So my five values are vibrant vibrancy, grace, flow, presence, and love. So five values now that are at the top of my list that help me to personally act out in a way that I'm proud of. It's helped me transform as well. You know, as I designed the character of who I wanted Shyla to be and what I think my potential can be at that conference and thinking into that, it actually took me about a year later to take everything we did there and distill it into the words that I really liked, but I kept working on it through the year. Um, and mine, mine came out to be eight and I put them on a values vision board. In fact, both of us did. And we <laughs> made these boards during another Tony Robbins conference, but that's a story for another time. Um, but mine, I put mine on a board and in the center of the board, I said, let your, let your values dictate your decisions. And then I, I've made mine into a little mantra. So I'll say it for you all. So you can hear the values that I hope to make all my decisions through. And that's, to be heart-centered and active to learn and grow and articulate, be energetically bright and appreciate experience, value others, be here now. Okay. I am feeling the energy <laughs> from that. Oh my goodness. How fun. I love that you made it into a cheer. Yeah. There's we were actually motions. doing the hand motions together. <laughs> you can't see it, but there are hand motions and we were doing that. Too. Oh my gosh. Well, I love it. And being able to now see these values act out more so within our lives over the course of the past. Now it's been almost three years since that conference has been amazing. And sometimes they've acted out in ways that we're not proud of, but most of the time they're in ways that do benefit who we want to show up as in the world. And so we would highly encourage you to, first off, if you can attend a date with destiny Mm -hmm. or an unleash the power within event with Tony Robbins, it's absolutely worth it. Or spend some time and spend some time working on your own personal values. Put that list out. What are the things that you value? And if there are things on the top of that list that maybe are having you act in a way in your life, right? Remember that we're not talking about what you want to value, but what you actually value. If something in your life isn't going the way that you want, chances are you can fix it with a repositioning or reframing of your values. So next up, we're going to talk a little bit more about how values play out in your business. As you know, we are originally from and still a restaurant family. We are so proud of the values that we built inside the squeeze in restaurant community and how they play out in the actions of our team. Imagine a pancake stuffed with walnuts and topped with sauteed bananas and butter. It is the best thing. It's called the Jack Johnson pancakes and you have to get one next time you're at a squeeze in. Now these pancakes are served by some of the most delightful and energetic people in the world who will treat you like your family or like your royalty every single time that you're in. So if you're in Nevada, in California, or in Idaho, we encourage you to check out the squeeze in restaurants. And hey, if you're interested in maybe owning a business like this, you know, one that's centered around values, we encourage you to visit squeezein.com to find out more about franchising. And remember, it's squeeze in with one N at the end of the word in. (laughs) Squeezein.com. All right, next up, we're talking about how values play out in business and how maybe if you're a leader, they can play out in your team. 
Now, I think when most people hear the word values, they uh, traditionally associate it immediately with like family and personal values. But for us, we are from an entrepreneurial family and a small business family. So it was more applicable for us at first in the business setting, which is where we were most comfortable talking about values for a long time. We have a lot of experience with values in the business realm. And we brought the concept early on into our restaurant business. They've evolved a lot over time. And that process has been really rewarding both in a fulfillment sense and in a bottom line sense. So Shai, the first time that these uh, values were created was actually at a format, right? Mm -hmm. So in our company, we've got a once a year, we don't like to call them retreats, but advances where we take everybody to a remote location and we do um, some leadership training. We work together. And at this particular format, where were you guys? I think we were up in uh, South Lake Tahoe and we were talking about bringing in values uh, into the restaurant. And what we did was talk about all the things that are the standards of behavior, the standards of the experience within the restaurant walls. And then as the, you know, having fun, family memories, signing the walls, delicious food, great service, feels like home. As we were taking all of these things that everyone was saying, we distilled them down to four, like, beautiful essences of exactly what the standard of behavior and experience is at the squeeze in. And one thing that was really important to us during this values exercise was to make sure that we worded all of these values in the verb tense. In other words, using action words, words that end in I-N-G, right? Things that, why was this important? Because these are things that can be demonstrated. If something is a verb, then we know that we can observe it. If it's, if something is a noun, it's a thing, it's a concept, right? If, if you value vision, that can be really hard to demonstrate and to point to. And if you want values to be something that you use decisions out of, you've got to make them action words that you can demonstrate. I love it because really what we're demonstrating is those standards of behavior, just like the definition says. And when you put it into the verb tense, you're able to clearly put the two things up to each other. Do the actions match the standard of behavior at which we brought forward? So the values for squeeze in are serve, live to serve, show the love, provide an experience and grow. And these four values act as like what we like to call a decision-making matrix for our teams to then execute on. And because this was cultivated from an exercise of people who came together, who loved squeeze in, who knew squeeze in, who were steeped in it every single day, that it is able to now be true for many more years to come. And I imagine at some point they'll even shift. And, you know, a more recent example as well, you know, we're partners with Joseph McClendon III, a dear human being and an incredibly well-accomplished, well-educated individual in neuroscience and neuropsychology. Um, we have co-founded the Neuroencoding Institute with him, and we brought forward this idea of values and, and putting them into the verb tense uh, as we formed the Institute, actually, as we were coming into almost our first year, but brought our same thing, brought all of our instructors together, got Joseph together, got our key team members together and talked about what were the things that were the essence of the Neuroencoding Institute, and then how do we turn them into verbs so that we can see them demonstrated, use them to dictate the decisions that we make, and use them in our marketing and as our foundations for the cornerstones of what we offer. And since doing that, even just six months ago, the, the placement of these values in this organization has been transformational. It's been incredible to see the way that people have embraced the values for themselves, that we've been able to use the values in communicating what it is that's different and special about the community. And it's been really 
absolutely incredible. I mean, these are values like assassinate complexity. We totally took grow. Yeah. <laughs> I think that for us, that is a core DNA. Yes, grow is always going to be in there. We brought it over. We've got embrace the proven process. We've got champion celebration. I think that's my favorite one. Well, I like activate. Oh, that's a, yeah. And absolutely. then grow. Activating so those are our five values for the Neuroencoding Institute. And as you can hear them, you can feel the energy of the Institute, right? Don't mind our uh, notification in the background there. But what you should mind is this teaching on values and how they can be applied to a business setting and help so tremendously. So if you are a leader of any kind, we highly encourage you to work on reverse engineering your values. Look at the actions that are demonstrated by the team that's in place. Take what's good, what's special, what works, and move it into a value sense that everyone can rally around, that everyone can act upon. And remember, it's best if they're in verb form. All right, next up, we're going to talk about other kinds of values. They come in quite the variety, and we'll see you there. All right, to end off our official uh, series here on values, we want to talk about the variety of other values. When we think about this word, we can see it demonstrated anywhere where people are behaving. We're going to see standards of behavior emerge, which means in our groups, in our society, in our family, in our ideologies, like religion, we're going to see standards of behavior arise. Now, these standards of behavior, again, can if they don't have them already set forth, or if they have some set forth that they aren't congruent with, if you want to know what what that is, what the values of the organization, the family, the group, or you know whatever it is that you're involved in. Look at the behaviors. How do they act? How does the group act at large? What are the energetic emotions or the emotional undercurrents that are at play within the group? Right, because a business can value integrity, but also be acting without integrity in how they treat their employees uh, or you know treat their their customers or their guests. So understand that this isn't what we say again, but what we do and what you routinely do within a group or an organization or a family really influences how you, the individual act as well, right? Probably the first place all of us are exposed to values is within the institution of family. Uh, we all came from some kind of primary group. Most of us, that's a mom and a dad or some combination of, of parents and step parents. Um, but this is where most of us first encounter values these standards of behavior, right? Uh, if you, if your parents, because they are the ones that dictate uh, the standards of behavior and the values in, in your world, if they uh, value um, significance and being seen as achievement oriented, then, that, then they're going to be in that keeping up with the Joneses type of behavior, where you're always seeing uh, new additions or new cars or those kinds of things. And so you learn and usually take that value into your life with you. And if you never take the chance to examine them, like you heard us talk about earlier uh, in the show at our experience at Date with Destiny, you can just end up playing out that same value without even realizing it's part of you. And we were really lucky growing up. Our mom and dad had some pretty dang solid actions toward one another. And, you know, we certainly weren't perfect and we still aren't, but they really were able to demonstrate the actions like not going to bed angry, talking things out, laughing a lot mm -hmm. with one another 
family first, right? Was always something that that yeah. was one that they said and did. Yeah. Physical affection was another one, you know, demonstrating and showing uh, love. And, and these were all of their behaviors, which were our family values. And we're so grateful um, to have gotten so many wonderful ones from our family, um, especially knowing that it's on our mom's side, that, that it was a lot harder for her when she was growing up. So kudos to you, mom and shout out. You did great. But values are demonstrated outside of the family as well. If you think about uh, Kate, we were talking before recording about how we, we come together in groups. There's this concept of the third place, right? Like most people are feel most integrated into their community and happy when they've got three places. Now, two of these places in your life are pretty much determined for you, right? It's where you spend your nights and it's where you spend your days, aka your home at nights. And then if you're in school, then that's your, your secondary place. If you work, then that's your secondary place. But having a third place, like a church, like a gym, like a coffee shop that you belong at is really one of those secret formulas for people to feel uh, most integrated and least lonely. But it's also another place where we see values demonstrated. You know, for quite a few people, squeeze in is a third place. Yeah, we love that. Shout out to our regulars if you're one of them, because we know that the, that third place is so important. We try to create a really good environment for people. But and that so that third place can really be like the family in the way that the values that they demonstrate, remember the actions, not what they say, can affect you one way or another. Now, the third place can be a positive influence on your life. Like maybe you're part of a CrossFit community and mm -hmm. the people there are really dedicated to going to the gym. And this is something that helps you stay fit and knowing that you're going to see your friends in the morning, knowing that you're going to work out with a trainer that you like. Having those kinds of things in place can be really, really good for you. Similarly, if maybe you're in a group environment, like, I don't know, you join a local, you know, pop-up sports team and you're in a softball league. But the, the people on the league are crap talking one another, are very negative. And the actions that they demonstrate, maybe they're engaging in, in regular bad habits like drinking after every single game or, you know, getting too drunk at, at those affairs. Um, those things can rub off on you too and end up impacting you negatively. Another way that we see values demonstrated is on that macro level. You always know I'm going to bring it back to sociology and seeing things through that lens. But we've got societal values too, right? Cultural values where you were raised has different standards of behavior versus other places. You know, um, there's a lot of variety around the world of, of ways of behaving, of ways of dressing, of ways of speaking, of ways of communicating. Um, in Japan, it's very rare for men to tell their wives that they love them and show any physical affection. Um, and there's even movements now of like a say you love your wife day and men will stand on the hill and shout that they love their wife. It's a completely different culture because they're, they're, values that are matrixing their decisions look a lot different. And so as we consider these kinds of values, we see that, um, that there's just a lot of variety there. And when we are aware of the societal values, then you get the chance to bring some intention to whether or not you want to embrace that value or maybe not. You know, we're West Coast girls, um, but Shai, you married a Southern boy. I did, I did, I did. And I know that when you very first went and visited to his family in the South, that you were kind of shocked when you realized that everybody has a deep fryer in their kitchen. Yeah, and like, and had never had avocado before. And the produce section was at what much more muted than here. Um, um, and less vibrant. And it was just really interesting that the health options were much more limited and seeing, right, that value of, of um, more vibrancy and like raw foods here on the West Coast versus the South, Southern Coast was definitely, that's a great one to bring up. Right. Well, in the South, I'm sure that they value deliciousness, right? right. They come around together around a table. It's a celebration. It's a coming together.
together, right? So the, the more delicious the food is that's at the table, the better for everyone's experience. And, and here on the West Coast, you know, sands the, the fryer, you might find juicers. Now, is <laughs> yeah. green juice necessarily delicious? No, but is it really good for your body? Yes. Is it healthy? That the values of the regions play out, right? We need delicious coming together or more healthful options, even if you're sacrificing on taste. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this deep dive onto values. They are in action, whether or not you acknowledge them. So we always know that shining a light on something can help you just bring any attention or areas of, of work that need to be to surface into light. So we hope that you enjoyed this and we look forward to seeing you again on the k Show. We are in your corner and remember, we're rooting for you. Thank you.